This is Apostle James Podcast, transfiguring the world by the Word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. Remain watchful and pay attention as we dive into what the Lord has for us today. All right, yeah, welcome again to our podcast. Hallelujah. I remain your regular host, the Lord, brother, Apostle James Okpavi, transfiguring the world by the word of God and bringing joy to the face of many. We are still in the 10 days of uh, prophetic prayers led by the Holy Ghost. Remember that in Luke chapter 4, verse 1, and Matthew chapter 4, verse 1, the Bible said that Jesus was led. In fact, in the book, in the Luke, it said that Jesus was driven by the Holy Ghost. That's what I say that when Holy Ghost drives you into prophetic fast like that, expect wonders. Amen. And then we began to talk about it. We we talked about Isaiah chapter 2 from verse 1 to verse 3 on day 1. And we said that the mountains will be exalted above the hills and many will come to from all the corners of the land and then you are going to be exalted. God is going to exalt you, exalt your life, exalt your ministry. And many will say, let us go to your place like that. We talked about your subscribers. will come. Mark what we are saying. Your life will never be the same after 10 days. We found in day two that it happened that after 10 days in uh, Jeremiah chapter 42 verse 7, that God, the people of the land, the military officers, the elder, they came to Jeremiah to inquire the Lord. They say whatever that God says to them that they will do. And they, then when Jeremiah inquired from the Lord, what happened? Then after 10 days, God spoke a word. And I told us, God can give you miracle in a day. But see, God took 10 days to do it. I don't know why the coincidence, but the major scripture that we read like yesterday, Go back to the, the podcast of yesterday or the other day and then find it there and then you also can key in. Praise the Lord. And then it says in that place there in Daniel chapter 1. Daniel said from verse 2, prove thy servant, prove for, prove us. And then for 10 days and prove us. And we found what happened after 10 days. And then we prophesied and said to you, in 10 days your life will be different. After 10 days, go back and check it in the podcast. After 10 days, check out what is going to happen. It's going to be a change in your life. God has ever done it. In fact, it just struck me right now. Remember that Jesus told them to wait. Jesus told them, wait until you are in tune with power from on high. Remember from the resurrection of Jesus, Bible says after 40 days, within, within 40 days, Jesus Christ taught them. Right? So within 40 days, Jesus taught them. Then on the 40 days, Jesus, Jesus went to planet heaven and returned to his home. Amen? I returned to his place. Then 10 days after, the 50th day, Pentecost, Remember that, the 50th day, Pentecost. So it was 10 days between the time that Jesus told them that wait until you receive the power from on high. So in 10 days time, like it happened to Daniel, it's going to happen to you. Every person that will listen to this podcast, within 10 days of this, miracle will happen in your life. Amen. And anytime you generate it by the Holy Ghost, led by the Holy Ghost, give yourself that. He said them in, in the revelation that you'll be tested for 10 days. There is something about it. Amen. Praise God. There's something about it. Judgment happens within that period. You know, I, I don't want to get into numerology. I'm not an expert in numerology. There are people that tell us that 10 has to do with judgment. So everything about you will be judged. The priest of this will be judged. Everything about you, everything negative will be judged. In the name of Jesus Christ. Now today, turn with me to the book of Genesis chapter 
28 and then i'll read verse 20 and verse 21 in fact genesis chapter 28 verse 20 and verse 21 says and jacob vowed a vow saying if god be with me and and will keep me in this way that i go and will give me bread to eat and remain to put on so that i come again to my fathers in peace they shall god shall the lord be my god hallelujah and this stone which i have set for a pillar shall be god's house and of all that thou shalt give me i will surely give the tent unto thee and jacob vowed a vow can i say and jacob vowed a vow and jacob vowed a vow say and jacob vowed a vow and jacob vowed a vow. you know today we are talking about the power of vow say the power of vow God put in my heart to talk to us today the power of vow. Let me tell you, when you want to get something from the Lord, you can add vow to it. You can add vow to it when you want to get something from the Lord. The power of vow. There is something that happened with this vow of Jacob. Look at what the Bible says in Genesis chapter 31 verse 13. It says, and in Genesis chapter 31 verse 13, when Jacob was describing to his wife, I know about how he suffered at the hand of their father, you know, he said that the angel of the Lord met him. And then I said, I am the God of Bethel, where thou anointest the pillar, and where thou vowest a vow unto me. Now arise, get thee out from this land, and return unto the land of thy kindred. Do you know why God protected Jacob for all the while that he was in the land of uh, in the in the in the land of Aram, in the land of Syria? Do you know how, how why? Because for 20, 21 years he made a vow, and God never forgot that vow. The vow he made 21 years ago. I remember what happened to my life. When my dear mother, Elder, was alive, I remember that I went to her and asked a question. In the time that I was about to give my life to, to when, I, when, when the call of God on my life for ministry, calling to ministry was nudging me. Nothing was moving me. There was nothing that was moving me at all. I had opportunities in my life to study to any level. And of course, I was studying my postgraduate when God now, when the call was so much, I had to abandon it. To answer the call, it was so much. And then understanding the power of vow, I had to go back to my mother. I went to my mother and asked my mother. I said, why did you call me? Why do you people call me my name? Because my, 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 my local name, I am called James, Apostle James. But my local name is Ndukwe. And for me, Ndukwe means if life permits or life permit. For me, it means prophetic. I ask a question, why did you put call me Ndukwe? Why do you call me now? Because if you translate it, it means Ndu. Ndu means life. Kwe means permit or allow. So if life allows, I had heard a story that my, my mother had conceived so many children 
And then I was one of the 12th or 11th child that my mother conceived. And then we were left only, uh, only four of us left. And I was, I was told that before I was born, so many of the children that my mother gave birth to died. So I began to wonder, did my mother or my father make a pledge to God that if life permitted, that I will serve him? Then my problem was, why were they opposing my going out to serve the Lord? Not that they opposed. But why was it that they didn't really oppose? Because no person really opposed my, you know, your parents, you will want you to be well-educated. Thank God for my brother. Thank God for my mentor. Every person wanted me. But the call was extraordinary on my life. They called to ministry. They called to serve the Lord. They called to preach. And for 35 years that I gave my life to God, God gave me one of the best interpretations of the Word of God in James Luke Encyclopedia of the Holy Ghost and Spirit. I'm telling you, it's one of the most powerful interpretations of the Bible. Go and read it. Go and get it. When I was praying for, for Bible commentary, God told me, I will give you the best Bible commentary. It was when I finished this commentary, it says, I have given you the best Bible commentary. The commentary on the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And then I went to inquire, why was this? Why this notch? Did you make any vow on my head? And now God is looking for me to serve him. Then they told me, no, they didn't really make a vow. Well, they didn't really make a vow because of it. But who knows? Because it was there. So God does not forget a vow. That's why Ecclesiastes said that we should not make the vow of fools. That's why Ecclesiastes tells us, don't make a vow like a fool. And then say that you are not going to do it again. But I want to tell you that the power of vow, what it can do in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 from verse 1 says, Keep thy food from thou when thou goest to the house of God, and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools. For they consider not that they do evil. Be not rash with thy mouth, and let not thy heart be hasty, to order anything before God. For God is in heaven and thou upon earth. Therefore, let thy words be few. For in a, for a dream cometh through the multitude of business and a fool's voice he is known by multitude of words. Then verse 4. When thou vowest a vow unto God, defer not to pay it. For he had no pleasure in fools that uh, uh, in fools pay that which thou vowest better is it that thou shouldest not vow than that thou shouldest vow and not pay suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin neither say thou before the angel that it was an error it was a mistake therefore should thou should God be angry at thy voice and destroy the work of thy hands. For in the multitude of dreams and many words, there are also diverse uh, 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 vanities. But fear thou God. Do you know that when we make a vow, when we make a vow, 
Amen. When we make a vow, God hears it. When we cancel that vow, it's just like the 10 days. I don't like to say, God, I'm going to wait upon you for a period of time. If you say, God, I will wait upon you for 10 days, keep it. Don't cancel it. That is why don't just open your mouth. If you say, God, I will pray every one hour hour every day for 10 days, keep it. Don't just open your mouth. And I tell you, if you can keep your vow, God will honor himself. God is a covenant keeper. But let me tell you something. The moment you make your vow, God understands it. God immediately begins to walk. It was what happened to them. Everywhere in the Bible, God does not joke with vows. What did I say? I said that God does not joke with vows. So 20 years after, God remembered the vow. God remembered the vow that Jacob made. And I am telling you right now, in this day that we are going, make a vow. Make a vow. Hannah used vow to break eh, the power of barrenness. She used a vow to break it. We find it in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 1 and then verse 11. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou will indeed look on the affliction of thy handmaid and remember me and not forget thy handmaid, but we give unto thy handmaid a man child, then I will give him unto thee all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. This woman vowed a vow and made the son a Nazarite. And God answered, and Samuel was one of the greatest prophets that was in the land of Israel. He began the school of the prophet and his own kada. The sons of prophets, Elijah had had them. He began the prophetic ministry of his own time. And he was one of those, the seer, a great minister of God that lived. It was a mother's vow. Mother's things are difficult. You can vow a vow that will break every cause, everything, the impediment on your children. A mother's vow. A mother's vow, God does not joke with it. A mother's vow for a child, a mother's vow for the husband, a wife's vow for the husband, you can make a vow on behalf of your husband. Wives are very powerful. Women are very powerful. The man may not do it. A Kana was more interested in wife, Hannah, but Hannah needed a child wanted to break that reproach the reproach of barrenness and the only answer that she had was the vow how about you you can break that reproach by a vow in these 10 days lord if you will bless me i will do this it is an advanced offering your vow is an advanced offering i tell people your seed faith is an advanced tithe you want God to give you 100,000, make a seed faith of 10,000. You want God to give you 1 million, make a seed faith of 100,000. It's a vow. It's an advanced tithe. That's what seed faith is. Tithe 
is the portion you give back to God. A statutory is a vow that you made that you are paying. When you pay tight, you are fulfilling a vow of covenant with God. When you don't pay it, that is why God becomes angry with you. These are spiritual principles. Follow the spiritual principle. Today, God told me to talk about vow, the power of vow. And Jacob said, I made a vow. If that will keep me the way that I go, and then you will preserve me. The same thing that this guy prayed, you know, that was the same prayer that, that they can prayed. Can prayed that prayer. Jacob prayed that prayer. Jabez prayed that prayer. That your hand will be with me. You will protect me. You will keep me the way that I go. But Jacob added something. I will return and build you a church. If I travel on this business and come back, this message that I heard, I'm coming back, I'm going to sponsor you. I'm going to build a church for you. No person promises God to build a church for him and God does not, God does not remember. God never forgets it. You don't promise God, I'm going to do something for you. Look at David was in his house. And David said, oh my, 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 my. Power of vow. I know of people that have promised to support ministries and they never lacked. Because they made a vow in their heart. They never told somebody. They say, I will support you. I will do this. No person cannot give God. You cannot promise God something and God will forget it. Forget it. Your vow is your promise. Your vow is your pledge unto God. 20, 21 years after, when Jacob was suffering at the hand of Laban, at the hand, the Bible says, in verse 1 of that place there, in verse 1 he says, And he heard the words of Laban's sons, saying, Jacob had taken away all that was our fathers and of that which our fathers had gotten all this glory and Jacob began the countenance of Laban and behold it was not what they had before and then the Lord said unto Jacob return unto the land of thy fathers and then in that verse 13 he now said in that verse 13 I am the God of Bethel where thou vowest a vow God was watching over Jacob because of that vow Everything that Laban was doing, God remember Jacob said, I am going to build you a house. So God was watching. That was why when he was cheating, when Laban was cheating Jacob, God was prospering Jacob because Jacob vowed a vow, I will build you a house. Will somebody make a vow right now? That was what David did. David obtained a Danite throne for God because David said, I want to build God a house. You said, I'm going to build you a house and God will not forget it. Somebody will open their mouth right now and say, God, I make a vow. I will pledge my vow on my life to serve you. I made a vow to preach the gospel. It doesn't matter what happens to me and my family. You won't understand what I go through. But I made a vow that I will preach this gospel. I don't care whether they will believe it, whether God is believing the word is believing or not. I believe the word of God. Yesterday, I felt a little sick. I felt it and I went and I said to my son, join me, let us go and buy some medicine. And I went out there 
to buy it. The one I wanted, it wasn't available. And then I said, since it's available, I'm not going to buy anything I return. And then we were praying this prayer. We were just about to pray that prayer. Listen to me. We are just about to begin our prayer. And I say, my son, accompany me. Let me go and buy this message. You know, there's a way I handle things. Then when we came back, began to pray. I realized that it was an attack. And I realized as a watchman that devil had decided to attack members of my family and members of the church. And then we began to pray. It was a prophetic thing that God was saying. But I went to buy it. I didn't get the message. And I returned home. And I said, okay, let me buy just a little thing there. And I bought what that cost me just only about 500 sefa. And I came back. And by the time we finished praying, I forgot it. Till now, I didn't remember. And I realized that it was that God was giving me prophetic thing. God was giving me something prophetic. That somebody was sick. And then the prayer took care of it. Let me tell you, vow will keep you healthy. Your sicknesses will go. Disease will go. Even if that you had thought that you are going to spend money. Huh? I read of Charles and Francis Hunter. When the wife, Charles Hunter, when the wife was sick. And then Charles told her, go to the hospital. Because they were healing the evangelists. She didn't know how she was going to do it. But I think she went to Aurora Hort. Aurora told her, go, if I get the story well. One was supposed to stay for over a month or many days. Within seven days, she was discharged. That's how God is going to heal you. That's how God is going to de- de- deliver you. That's how God is going to set you free. Make a vow with your life unto the Lord. And sicknesses will go. There are people they have not had intravenous infusion in their life for years. I remember that it took over 25 years for me to have a drip in my life again. And it was one day that I decided, I said, let me just go and take drip. For 25 years of my life. And after that one, after that 25 years, for over 10 years, I've not had it again. I just said, let me go and take it. God takes away sicknesses from you. Takes away diseases from you. Hallelujah. Make a vow with your life. Make a vow with your life. Vow your life unto God. And God will preserve it. God was watching over Jacob for 20 years. They cheated him. He never allowed his business to collapse because of your vow. Make a vow unto the Lord with your business. Vow on behalf of your business. Vow on behalf of your children. Vow on behalf of your life. Vow on behalf of your wife. And see what God will do in your life. Hallelujah. Daniel said, prove us for 10 days. It was by faith. Daniel had pledged his life that he will not defy himself with a kinsmith. I said, I took the risk. I vowed for 10 days. Give us your pulse. Give us vegetable and water. And 10 days after they were better. Make a vow unto the Lord. Vow with your life. I said today I surrender my life unto God. Today I give my life unto you Jesus. 
all the days of my life and you will see what God will do in your life. You will see what God will do in your life. You will see what God will do in your family. You see what God will do in your business. I made a vow I will preach the gospel. Even if Antichrist appears today, I will preach the gospel. Even if no man, I will preach the gospel. Habakkuk said, although there may be no vine, although the figs will not blossom, yet, can I just say it, what Habakkuk said, I am Oria. Oh yes, Habakkuk chapter 3, from verse 17. I made a vow with my life. It doesn't matter what I go through. When you make a vow with your life, it doesn't matter what you go through. Stick to that vow. There is God. God is real. God is real. Even if Antichrist comes now, let's rise up. I made a vow to preach. I know what I go through is not like what other people go through. I was talking with a friend. And we are talking about people we said, you don't know what other people are going through. You think that things are right with every person. You may have everything. You may have money. But your child, children will be wayward. It happened to David. He had so many rebellious children. But he was a man after God's own heart. What if you are a biblical figure? You may be a man of God. And money refuses to come. It affects your children. You may go to university. And it refuses to come. Don't cancel your vow with your life. Stand your ground. Be like Habakkuk. It doesn't matter what. Stand your ground. I promise you that God is going to visit you. Don't demoralize somebody else. Encourage somebody that made a vow. Encourage somebody. Habakkuk said in Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 17, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the few shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no head in the stores. Are you hearing that? Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. The Lord, the Lord God is my strength, and He will make my feet like hinds feet, and He will make me to walk upon my high places. Hallelujah. Although the fig tree will, shall not blossom, neither shall there be fig in the vine. Huh? Although the labor of your leaves shall fail, and the few shall you no meet. These are people that God committed. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no head in the stalls. You have already made up your mind. There is nothing that will shake me. Antichrist, if you like, appear now. I will not change my vow as a child of God. Let there be no money. I will not change my vow. Let there be no food in the house. Our prayers will not dry up from my mouth. David said, at all times I will bless the Lord. When you hear them say, at all times I will bless the Lord, that's a vow. Don't be like, like uh, the great evangelist Bonke preached one time and said, submarine Christians. 
submarine Christians. On Sunday, you come up. Then the other time you are underneath. Eh? Don't be a welfare, you know, a welfare, how do you people call it? Christian. Eh? When the weather is good, you are a Christian. When it is bad, then you look for a way to help yourself. And he said, they that help themselves, God help those that help themselves. Who told you? God help them that help themselves. Yes, it applies. But not when you are abandoning God. Vow with your life and stick to it. And God will remember you. We know what we have gone through in the land of our mission. But this is not a personal thing. But if it encourages, let it encourage you. Stand firm like Habakkuk. Stand firm like Habakkuk. Even if there is no meat in the store, say, Yet I will serve you. I will not change. I am not going to change. Hallelujah. I will serve you, Lord. At all times, I will bless the Lord. And his prayer shall continue to be in my mouth. Huh? The last scripture I read right now. And then it says in the book of Psalm. In the book of Psalm. La candele prolobo sakamalayanda. He says, pay thy vow. Psalm chapter 50. And then he says there. Yes. If you find it, you're ready for me. Psalm chapter 50. Psalm chapter 50. Hallelujah. Pay your vow. Pay your vow. Huh? Read for me verse 15 from verse 15. Yes. Shout it. Read it for me from verse 15. And call upon me. Verse 14. Verse 14. Offer unto God. Offer unto God. Offer unto God thanksgiving. And pay thy vow. Unto the most high. And call upon me. In the day of trouble. Pay your vow. Amen. And then in the day, call upon me. In the day of trouble, and I will deliver them. God is not a man that he should lie. When you make your vow, be ready to pay it. Praise the Lord. Make a vow today. God say, make a vow. Make a vow. You can pledge. You can pledge your dollar. You can pledge your sacrifice. You can pledge land. You can make a vow to God. I will give you a land to build a hope center. To build a hope and joy center. Where we'll bring joy to the faces of many. You can make a vow. I will give you my building, Lord. To use it to transfigure the world. Make a vow. You can make a vow. I'll give you this jeep. I'll make this vehicle. You can make a vow with your life. Make a vow. David vowed that I will build you a tabernacle. God said, have I told you that? That I need a car. But God didn't forget. And said that there must be somebody on the throne. There must be somebody on the throne in your name. Make a vow. God never forgot the vow that Jacob made for 20 years. God remembered it. And that vow protected Jacob. So that vow will protect you. You are traveling. 
to China, make a vow. Traveling to India, make a vow. Traveling to United States, make a vow. Traveling abroad, make a vow. Vows have saved people. Vows have saved people. Make a vow. And when you return, fulfill your vow. When you return, fulfill your vow. Don't try to cheat God. I have so many people. I have a friend. And I'm afraid for him. He made so many vows unto the Lord. When the thing was holding him, he made vows. I'm afraid for him. Because when the thing will come again, he will return to the Lord. Don't make the vow of fools and take God for granted. And when it is difficult for you, come to God and make a vow. And when God has finished, you disappear. And after we say, God, please forgive me, you are merciful. And God does it and keep forgiving you. Stop deceiving yourself. You make a vow and God answers you. Hannah made a vow. And then in verse 28 of that place, you know what happened? Hannah returned again in verse 28 of 1 Samuel and said, Therefore also have I lent him to the Lord. As long as he is delivered, he shall be led unto the Lord. And he, and he worshipped the Lord there. She returned. And handed back the child that she had vowed. Huh? And they returned unto Eli and said, I said, First Samuel chapter 1, verse 24, verse 27. For this child I prayed, and the Lord had given me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore, also I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he liveth, he shall be lent to the Lord. I like it. And the child began to worship God there. Do you know what? Samuel later returned from Shiloh and made his waters in Ramah. Eh? But she gave him unto the Lord. And she be, he began in, in Shiloh. But do you know God allowed him to return to Ramah? You can't outgive God. You don't make a pledge unto God. God gives it back unto you. God gives you a million fold what you have given. God bless you so much. Thank you so much, my listeners. You know, it keeps increasing every day. The other day, I told you it was 7.1, you know, K downloads. Today, as I today, 7.14K downloads. It's, it's happening. God is touching lives of people. Remember, let someone else hear what you are hearing. Amen? Let someone else hear what you are hearing. The Lord gave the word and great word, the company of them and published it. Don't forget, I'm your regular with the Lord, brother, apostle, James O'Pami. Transcribing the word by the word of God and bringing joy to the faces of many. See you next time. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to check us out online via Apostle James Podcast on YouTube, Facebook, and everywhere podcasts are available. Thank you for your support. Be blessed and have an awesome day. We will see you next time on Apostle James Podcast.